This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Hello, my name is Claire, and you are listening to the Hypno Birthing Podcast. So hello everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Firstly, a big apology for disappearing for... I think just over a month with no explanation. I am very sorry. It's just been very busy. The end of term at school, kind of gearing up for the summer break. It's been really busy with sports days and open evenings and parents evenings and play dates and all of these things. So I do apologise for that. I do want to just let you know, though, that this episode is going to actually be the last episode of the podcast for a little bit until September, because as I mentioned, it is the summer holidays from school. Uh, soon and I'm going to be with the kids probably the majority of the time so going to be a little bit uh, restricted in terms of when I can record and edit and get the podcast live so I'm going to be taking a little bit of a podcast break over the summer holidays and then podcast will be back with a brand new season so for anyone who has already listened to every single episode I do apologize there are around 50 episodes I think though so hopefully you can go back, re-listen to some of the ones at the start and hopefully they'll still be helpful and will help you out. Although I'm taking a break from podcasting over the summer, I am still teaching. So just as a reminder, all of my course information is in the info box below. So my group courses, um, I've also got my essentials course as well, which is the pre-recorded course for those who have a little bit less time um, or perhaps are a little bit later on in their pregnancy, but still want to learn the kind of essentials of hypnobirthing. Uh, so all of those details are below there's also lots of other helpful links below um you know some book lists there are some discount codes for like birth pools and tens machines so please have a little check out of all of the links and then lastly before i get into what i want to talk to you about please 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 if you enjoy the podcast i'd love it if you would rate and review and subscribe it really just helps other people find it and i kind of have been a bit slack in encouraging people to review and rate the podcast so if you haven't done so and you would like to then please do I would really really appreciate it. So today's episode has actually been um, one that's been requested by a listener and it's going to be me talking about basically my experience of home birth and you know obviously this is just a very personal experience it's it's my opinion it's how I perceive things so please obviously take it as such. Now, there are many misconceptions about home birth, and I am sure I've talked about home birth before in other episodes, but it is actually, for many women, a perfectly safe option. Now, again, just a caveat, I'm obviously UK-based, so I know that we have a few more options than some other countries. Um, So in the UK, it's free to have a home birth. You know, we can basically, we're very lucky, we can pick home birth, midwife-led unit or um, hospital unit. And for most people, unless you're having a more complicated pregnancy, you do have the option between all of those three things to choose from. So we're incredibly lucky in, in that respect. So 
for low risk women so for people who are having a you know an uncomplicated pregnancy giving birth at home actually makes no difference to the outcome of the baby so for a baby it doesn't make any difference whether they're born in hospital or whether they're born at home that is what many 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 uh, of the kind of most recent research has shown about home birth for the person giving birth the outcome is better if they are at home and if you think about it that does actually make sense because obviously at home there's much less intervention and for the person giving birth they're going to recover quicker and they're going to fare better with less intervention in them so for yeah for the woman it's preferable to be at home but for the baby it doesn't actually make any difference now why did I choose to have a home birth what made me choose so I have actually got an episode on my birth story so if you haven't listened to them and you would like to then go and check that out it's one of my earlier episodes but I kind of I never thought I would have a home birth going into my hypnobirthing course when I was pregnant with my first daughter I was really like I knew it was an option but I was like no I'm not going to choose to have a home birth I don't want to have a home birth to me it didn't feel safe to be at home I felt much happier being in like a midwife led unit and that was that we did our hypnobirthing course and I started to I think at the time when I did the course I still felt the same I still felt like "Mm, no I still don't think I want a home birth but then in the kind of weeks that followed doing the course I thought about it more and I thought about what I'd learned about birth and about home birth and I started to think well you know maybe I could have a home birth and I remember talking to my husband about it and he's very I've said this before but very chilled easygoing calm in all situations so for him he just said yep well you know that's if that's what you want to do he didn't have any reservations about it Um, and so I began doing some more reading around it I spoke to my mother-in-law as I've mentioned before she used to be a midwife and for many years she was a home birth midwife so she was really really experienced in home birth and I remember talking to her and saying you know what do you think it's my first baby is that an issue do you think you know what do you think do you think it's dangerous if I'm at home and she was like nope like it's it's you know it's a great option and you know it's so lovely being at home home births are so lovely And she sort of talked to me about it and I felt even better about it. So that was that. And I kind of went on to talk to my midwife about it and plan for a home birth, knowing, you know, knowing that I'm not far from the hospital and knowing my my stuff, my facts about home birth as well. In terms of my experience of actually having a home birth. So with my first daughter, we were at home for, I mean, my labour with her was pretty long. So I was probably at home for about 30 hours laboring and we did actually end up transferring into hospital uh, because we required a forceps delivery which again this is all in my birth story but for the 30 hours I was at home which <laughs> is a long time right it was very lovely I have to say the experience was really nice because it had been such a long time that labor there were many different sets of midwives so um typically at home birth they send two midwives out to you so you typically have one midwife for you and then you have one midwife for the baby um, which is great so you know in terms of the level of care 
it's incredible um you know total one-on-one care which is amazing so we kind of had a midwife who came out to us to start with and then you know their shift ended and two more midwives came and then after 12 hours their shift ended and then you know another one came and so on so there were quite a few different pairs of midwives that came and I have to say around the middle of my labour I can't say I really remember them um who it was but all of them from what, what I remember and from what my husband said were all really nice um and yeah we kind of at home we we set up the birth pool so we had the birth pool we had to move a bit of furniture around in order to accommodate our birth pool we had uh kind of sofa i had a birthing ball and yes snacks and drinks and things like that for the midwives and for us as well and we decorated with twinkly lights it was actually christmas time so it was really lovely anyway my daughter was born just after christmas so we had the christmas tree in the corner and everything felt twinkly anyway um so at night time when it kind of got to the night it was lovely because we just had the light from the christmas tree and a few other little twinkly lights dotted around so and some battery operated candles we had as well so it was lovely it was very calming i was in the birth pool a lot i felt i i i can't say i felt anything other than just really comfortable um not in terms of physically but I think just mentally I felt really comfortable I didn't feel scared I felt safe I was in my own space you know it smelt like home it's comfortable like home I was free to move around my home as I wanted it's free to eat and drink what I wanted so I just genuinely felt really quite comfortable and safe and that obviously helps with the flow of oxytocin so that's really helpful as I said we did end up transferring so it was a long labour um, which sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes first labours can be longer because your body has never done it before. So it's sort of just doing everything for the first time. So I'd been labouring, yeah, for probably about 30 hours at home. So as you can imagine, I was really, really quite exhausted. No sleep for that time. And we were well into the second stage, so the pushing stage. And it'd probably been about two and a half hours of pushing by that point um I say pushing but you know what I mean um I just mean kind of second stage and she my daughter kind of her head sort of kept coming out and then going again so kind of not coming out but they kept being able to see the head and then it would kind of disappear again and it is a little bit like that anyway it's sort of two steps forward one step backwards during that stage um so that's perfectly normal but it had been a while and the midwives they weren't panicked they were completely calm there was nothing to panic about it wasn't an emergency but they sort of had just said they said to my husband oh you know we're thinking that maybe it might be best to to transfer in just for a little bit of help because it's been a while and um so what we're going to do is we're just going to call an ambulance and have them wait outside just in case now that obviously can be quite scary the the, just the word ambulance makes it feel like it's an emergency but that's just total standard protocol um to transfer you it's much safer to transfer you to hospital in an ambulance because they are equipped with things they have gas and air and things like that the midwife isn't insured to carry you in their car and i'm sure your partner probably doesn't want the stress and the responsibility of driving you to the hospital either so going by ambulance although it sounds and feels like it's something that's really scary 
it really didn't feel like that at all. I understood why they were doing it and they were doing it just in case, basically. So that was, yeah, that was that. I knew that was happening. Didn't feel stressed, didn't feel worried, just understood because I knew my hypnobirthing, you know, I knew my information and I, I knew that I could say no firstly, but also that probably that was the best thing to do. So yeah, again, I think after a little while, they decided, yeah, the baby's heart rate was sort of not recovering as quickly from each of the surges and it would maybe be the safest thing to to go to the hospital. So off we popped to the hospital. I have to say, walking from the sofa, which is what I was on, to the ambulance, I did walk as well, was not the most comfortable because her head had been kind of, you know, being seen. So she was very low down. Um, so it felt a bit like I was walking along with a, a bowling ball in between my legs. It was really not not the easiest thing to do. And obviously a bit worried that maybe the baby might come out at that point, which is, yeah, a little bit worrying. But um, yeah, got in the ambulance, absolutely fine. They had gas and air in there. We, we don't live far from the hospital anyway. So it was probably under 10 minutes, just over five minutes to the hospital. Transferred straight in and yeah, had ended up having forcep delivery which was totally fine and um, again I talk about that in my birth story episode if you want to kind of hear my thoughts more on that but in terms of being at home it was a, a wonderful experience so you may be able to hear my doorbell I suppose the only thing I now kind of when I tell that birth story or I tell how my first daughter was born I feel a bit torn between whether saying I had a home birth with her or whether I had a hospital birth because I feel like Technically, I had a home birth, really. I was labouring at home for 30 hours. It was only that last sort of hour that I was in the hospital. So, yeah, I, I feel like I I still say home birth. But, yeah, the last kind of part was actually in the hospital. But she was technically born in a hospital. But I feel like I did all of the work at home. So, therefore, it must surely be counted as a home birth. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. So when it came time to think about where I wanted to give birth um, to my second daughter. So she was born only around 20 months later, 21 months later. So very um, close together, really. I, of course, I had no other option like in my mind. I wasn't going to do anything else other than give birth at home. Uh, I'd had such a lovely experience the first time. I wanted to do the same again. And I really wanted to actually, you know, birth her at home as well, because I hadn't got to the first time. And from what I had read and been told and everything, second labours are often, not always, but often shorter than first labours. So although I'd had a really long first labour, I was aware that second time it would probably be a bit shorter. Therefore, being at home is probably a good option. And, you know, knowing in my mind that if it is another 33 or whatever, however long it was, hour labour, I've done it before, I can do it again. Um, so kind of worst case scenario, I suppose, in my mind was that I've, I've been, you know, I've had a very long labour before, so I know that I can do it. 
Um, so yeah, second time that was really the only thing I thought about. I didn't think about anything else. Didn't consider anything else. I was going to give birth at home. I was going to do it this time. So second time around and again this is I talk about this in my birth story episode anyway but my waters broke actually first with my second daughter and because my surges didn't start straight away I went into the hospital to kind of be checked to check that it was my waters that had gone now again just to caveat you you don't have to do that you don't have to go in they like you to go in for them to check to just double check it is your waters but as with everything it's always a choice so you don't have to I know a lot more now than I did then. I had obviously done hypnobirthing then, but now I'm a teacher. I talk about birth way more than I did back then. So I feel like now, if that happened, just in my own personal experience, I don't know whether I would have gone into the hospital because I I knew it was my waters. I didn't need them to be checked. I knew it was them but it's all completely individual choice and that would just be something I think I would change looking back because I was a bit, it made me anxious. The idea of going into the hospital voluntarily made me a bit anxious because I didn't want to get stuck in the system. I didn't, once I went in, I didn't want to get stuck in there and then not be able to come home and give birth at home. And I remember saying to my husband, I am not staying, like there's no way I am coming home. Like, if they try and keep me in the hospital I'm just discharging myself I remember I was so adamant and I think because of the way my first birth had ended with being in the hospital I was really adamant that I didn't want to be there so I did go in though and we spent probably a couple of hours being monitored and checked and things like that and obviously it was my water so we got sent back home all fine and waited basically for my surges to start which they did and the different the thing I did differently second time was I didn't get in the water quite as early I feel like in my first birth I got in the pool not really early I was definitely in active labor but I got in there quite soon and I was in there for a long time and I think I almost got a little bit too comfortable so perhaps I was too comfy and my body slowed everything down because I was too comfortable I don't know but I, I wasn't sure whether it might have contributed to how long my labour then was so this time I was like do you know what I'm not going to do that I'm going to wait until I really feel like I need the water to just take the edge off of everything so I for the first kind of couple of hours I just did my breathing and um, you know used my hypnobirthing tools sat on my birth ball things like that by the time the midwives came out my everything had ramped up quite quickly my husband was in the middle of filling the birth pool they do take a while to fill so if you're having a home birth please do a trial run double check how long it's going to take you because what ended up happening with us is (laughs) he started filling it but I was already sort of nine and a half centimeters or something by the time he started filling it up so there was no way I was going to get in it because it was just too late and I think what we had done is because the first labor was so long we'd sort of just assumed not that this one would be as long but that it was going to be longer than it than it actually ended up being so we both felt like we had plenty of time but the reality was we didn't it was all happening much much quicker so I didn't get to use the pool unfortunately second time which I would have liked to have done found it really really useful and really relaxing in my first labor but yeah she was just too quick so yeah there's not too much to say about my second birth I gave birth at home on the sofa 
the midwives were both there they'd only just turned up they hadn't been there very long and my whole labor with my second daughter was really quite quick I mean from kind of I suppose from my first surge to her being born it was around six hours ish but from when it was what I would say is my active labor which I I talk about this I'm sure I have done on here but in my courses as well is you just it's instinct you just kind of know when things change you know when you're in your early labor you can sort of almost carry on doing what you were doing you're in kind of you might be thinking is this it is this active labor but I always say if you're in any doubt it's probably not I feel like when you're in your active labor there is no two ways about it (laughs) you know you're in labor so I'd say from when my active labour began, maybe about 4am to when she was born, yeah, it was a couple of hours, two hours. So it was really quick compared to my 33-ish hours that I had first time. And I gave birth on the sofa. Uh, no issues. I did require a couple of stitches, um, which they can do at home. So we just, me and the midwife, we just went upstairs and they give you a local anaesthetic and gas and air. And we just did it upstairs on the bed. Um, it was perfectly fine. I've got white bed sheets, and honestly, like they cover everything over. There was no um, no stains on anything, and yeah, it was it was lovely. I have to say, again, being at home was amazing. I think because I had that point of reference from first time, where we were then in the hospital for a day after I'd had my first daughter, uh, because yeah they kind of just keep you for a bit just to check that you're not you know you can wee and you're eating and drinking and things like that you have to sort of wait to be discharged which although again you can discharge yourself you don't have to sign anything you can just leave but I think particularly with your first baby it's not always that easy you just want to make sure everything's okay don't you um so sometimes yeah easier said than done but second time it just felt much more relaxed you know the midwives left after a couple of hours and we were just left to it you know it was nine o'clock in the morning I think when they left we were like okay then I guess yeah we just we're just at home with our new baby and it just felt really surreal that we were just in our own space and although we'd had a baby before it felt like we'd just been left to our own devices with this brand new tiny baby but it was lovely and I remember I went upstairs and I had a shower in my own shower and it just it I felt completely different from my first labor um I mean one of the reasons obviously is because it was much longer first time so I felt a lot more exhausted but also I was in the hospital so I felt obviously not quite as comfortable as I did after my home birth but it was a lovely experience and then my parents who had my daughter they they brought her back and you know the other grandparents came around it was really lovely and I think that evening we just got a takeaway or something and watched tv and it was just very nice and relaxed and thinking I can't believe I gave birth a few hours ago it just felt mad um, you know if I gave birth a few hours ago and now I'm just sat here like I would be anyway it just felt mind-blowing really so yeah those are kind of my two personal experiences of home birth I had two uncomplicated births and again positive both of them are really positive uh despite with the first one you know transferring in and having a forcep birth it was it was a really positive experience and I love both of my births if I could do one of them again I would probably pick the second one just because it was a little bit more familiar to me and I 
it was a bit quicker it was very intense because it was a shorter amount of time so obviously it was your body still doing everything that it was doing the first time but in a much shorter space so it was very really intense but I would do it again I'd love to go back and do it again absolutely um and I always think you know with the place of birth you just do what feels best for you but the main thing that you can do is read like just get educated about every single setting so please don't just assume that you know a particular setting isn't for you lots of people have misconceptions around home birth and lots of people think oh no like I will feel safer in a hospital but please just you know that's not to say that's not true and maybe you would you know you would be better in a hospital but reading and finding out about home birth because I I wrote it off first as well I thought no like that's not for me but actually the more I learned about it the better I felt and I knew that it was a really safe option and I know you know I knew and I understood how differently our bodies work when we feel safe when we feel comfortable and I thought for me I know that my best chance of feeling safe feeling calm is to be in my own space and that is what made a huge difference to how I then gave birth and my mindset in preparing to give birth as well so keep an open mind don't write anything off just do your reading do your you know your research and look into every option and see what feels best for you and do that and don't worry about what anyone thinks people will always have an opinion about whatever you choose to do home birth being one of them you know people don't understand it people think it's dangerous so sometimes when you tell people you're having a home birth we sometimes can get comments and unsolicited opinions on it so you know just as long as you know your facts and you know what you know then that's the main thing and the most important thing is that you give birth where you feel most comfortable it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks it's what matters to you and your baby and you know yourself and your baby much better than anybody else does thank you so much for listening to my kind of experience and my personal opinion on home birth again it's just my own personal experience of it um so yeah as i said do whatever you feel comfortable doing as i said at the beginning podcast is going to be on a little hiatus until the september but it will be back then with a new series of episodes i've got some good guests lined up already so it's going to be a really good series and please don't forget i'm here i'm here to teach i'm always on my instagram talking about birth i do a wide range of courses if anybody would like to learn firsthand about hypnobirthing then i am here for that as well but i hope you all have a lovely summer if you are in a country where we are coming up to summer if you are in a country where it is winter then i hope you have a lovely winter as well and i will see you back in september take care everybody 